We are not self-made. God helped us. We are not self-made. God helped us. We didn't help ourselves. God helped us. And we shouldn't forget. You know, I can talk about this every day. I'm telling you. We shouldn't forget. It's easy to forget. Many of them have been Christians for some years or maybe decades. And you can tell that people do forget. People will come to God and they will pray and fast and believe God and trust God and pray and trust the Lord. But then they will forget. They will forget that indeed God has been good to them. When our self made, God blessed us and blessed us with all the goodies, all the blessings, all the abundance that we enjoy. The ones we grumble about, the ones we don't appreciate, God is the one blessing us. Psalm 124, I'll read from verse 1. If it had not been the Lord, if it had not been the Lord who was on our side. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side, let TRN Church now say. If it had not been the Lord who had been on our side, let, let, you can put your name in, let Wellington, let, let, let we say, it, it had not been the Lord who had been on our side. In other words, you don't have anything to say, you just need to know and accept that it has been the Lord. If it had been the Lord who was on our side, let Israel now say. If it had not been the Lord who was on our side when men rose up against us. I know many of us, we've not had men rising up against us. Or maybe some of us literally, you've had men rose against you at work. But what we're saying is when things are not working. He says they would have swallowed us alive. And their rod, when their rod was kindled against us. Then the waters would have overwhelmed us. The troubles of this life would have overwhelmed us. There are many people who are overwhelmed. There are people who prayed more than you prayed who are overwhelmed. There are people who fasted more than you fasted who are overwhelmed. There are people who read Bible more than you read your Bible who are overwhelmed. The stream would have gone over our soul. Would have been full of anxiety, would have been full of depression. Many things have happened in our lives sir, that have gone, made other people to go under, but they've happened to you, but you are still here. Someone lift your hand and say, Blessed be the name of the Lord. Things have happened to other people and they, they have been shaken and they've been destroyed and they, they, they don't know where they are right now. Things are so bad and confused but it's exactly the same thing that you are being through. Hallelujah. And you are still in your right senses. Exactly the same thing that your brother went through but they're still fine. Exactly the same thing your sisters went through but they're still fine. Exactly the same thing your spouses went through but they're still fine. I want to say blessed be the name of the Lord then the swollen waters will have gone over our soul blessed be the Lord who has not given us as prey to the enemy our soul has escaped 
as a bird out of the snare of the fowlers. The snare is broken. Somebody shout yes. You have not just escaped to go back. You escaped and the snare was destroyed. There's no power of the enemy that can overcome you. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment are already condemned in the name of the Lord Jesus. Listen to this. It's not that God wants to fight your battle. He has fought it and he has won the battle for you. Our soul escaped from the snare and the snare has been broken. Nothing to be afraid of. There's no snare waiting for you. The snare is broken. We have escaped. And verse 8 says, verse 8 says, our hell is in the name of the Lord who made the heaven and the earth. Psalm 46 verses 1 to 3. God is our refuge. God is my refuge and strength. God is, not worse. God is. No matter what is going on, God is my refuge. No matter what is happening around me, God is my refuge. Hallelujah. No matter what is happening, no matter what people are saying, God is my refuge. God is my refuge. And strength, a very present help in trouble. Jehovah Shammah, very present. Uh, God is not coming to help you. He is present. God is not going to arrive to take you out of your problem. He is present. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For thou, you're not coming to me, for thou art with me. The roar and the staff, they comfort me. No, he is not coming. He is Jehovah Shammah. Oh, yeah. If you get this, I'm telling you, you will never be in a situation and you are saying, God, where is your face? Oh, God, come. Come down. Oh, Lord, I manifest your power. We sing those songs just to massage our emotions. But you see, it really doesn't mean anything to God because God doesn't have to come down. He is down. The Bible says he fills the whole universe and the earth is his full stone. How does he need to come down to where your leg is already in? Oh, come on, am I talking to anybody? You need to understand that God loves you more than the enemy can ever imagine to hate you. God loves you more than what you can ever fathom or think about. He is your help. I say, but pastor, things are not working the way they're supposed to work. God is working all together for your good. A very present have been troubled. Therefore, we will not fear. Hey. Therefore, I will not fear. Even though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea. Let everything happen. And though its waters roar and be troubled. Though the mountains shake and it's swelling. I will not be moved. Let's read verse 4. There's a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High Five. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God is in our midst. 
we shall not be moved. God is our help. And it says just at the break of dawn, even when you think it's too dark, there's no escape, there's escape. Hallelujah. We must be conscious of the fact that our present life and all that we enjoy is just by the grace of God. It is no he that wills, no he that runs, but God that shows mercy. It is not by our strength, it is not by our power, it is not by anything we could do for ourselves. It's because of its goodness and mercy that we are all here. Hallelujah. You know, I, 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 it gives, you know we, we should reflect on this soberly. We should understand genuinely that we couldn't have helped ourselves. Anybody here boldly, to, you are ready to declare my help comes from the Lord. Not from my strength, not because I fasted and prayed, thank God that we fasted and prayed. Not because I am better than anybody, but all of my help comes from the Lord. Psalm 121, we might as well enjoy it. I will lift up my eyes to the hills from whence comes my help. What he's saying, let me explain that. What he's saying is, I will look up to the hills. In other words, I will look around. You know, people generally have this uh, belief that, you know, upon the hill, upon the mountaintop, then they're closer to God. Do you understand? But it's amazing because they should have seen that David was saying that there's no help on the top of the mountain. But it's amazing that people still go there to find God. It's just, God is not angry with them. It's just stupidity. That's all. The Bible says, it says, I will lift up my eyes to the hills. Because you see, mountains and the hills and things like that are things that people exalt. And it shows the power. In the you, you understand? Anybody like mountains? You know, it's powerful, it's great, it's big. So you're thinking, I look up to the mountain. So people think when they go to the mountain and pray, wow, I've been on the mountain for seven days. And so the Lord is going to answer me. No, 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 no. It's symbolic, you see, of rising higher, but not for us. Hallelujah. There is no mountain bigger than Emmanuel, God with us. There's no mountain anywhere you're going to climb to that will increase your prayer. There's no mountain anywhere you're going to go to that will make God answer you more. There's no mountain anywhere. He says, I will look up to the mountains. I will lift up my ears to the hills. From where comes my help? What he's saying is, I'm, I'm looking everywhere. I'm looking at the mountain. I'm trying to find where will my help come from from and he said my help comes from the Lord who made the heaven and the earth oh come on let's enjoy this it will not allow your foot to be moved and after somebody will say amen better than that it will not allow your foot to be moved you gotta believe God's word you need to believe the word of God. Don't just read it and get familiar with it. Believe the word of God. It will not allow your foot to be moved. It who keeps you will not slumber. Behold, it who keeps Israel shall neither slumber nor sleep. The Lord is your keeper. The Lord is your shade at your right hand. The sun shall not strike you by day, nor the moon by night. The Lord shall preserve you from all evil. 
Not some evil. All evil. It shall preserve your soul. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in. From this time forth, even forevermore. You will not walk into disaster. You will not walk into a pit. You will not walk into destruction. Wherever there is pestilence, the Lord will keep you away from it. Wherever there is disaster, you will not walk into trouble. You will not walk into disaster. The Lord your God will guide your steps and tell you where to go in the name of Jesus. You know, as I was speaking that right now, God says to tell somebody right now, you will not speak in error. You know, it, 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 it seems to be outside of what I'm speaking, but God just says to tell someone that. You will not speak in error. You will not speak in error. You will not sit in that interview and say what you are not supposed to say. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I don't know who that is for. You will not say it. You will not go to that meeting and say the things you're not supposed to say. That when you open your mouth, God will fill it. You will speak with the wisdom of heaven. You will speak with the counsel of Jesus. You will speak with the power of God and the anointing of the Holy Spirit in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. We believe this. Amen. The Lord shall preserve your going out and your coming in from this time forth and even forevermore. All of my help comes from the Lord. What else do I want? Who, who can help me? David said, who, who, who is in heaven but you? What does the earth ask to give but you? You want riches and diamond. All of your help comes from the Lord. You want increase and promotion. All of your help comes from the Lord. No matter what it is, all of your help comes from the Lord. Let me just share these three scriptures with us just to, 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 to cause us to be awakened in our spirit. And not to take this for granted. Why is it that the Bible always says don't forget? I just, I just, every time I read the Bible, I just see that it's easy to forget. It's easy. Many people forget. Christians, they forget. You don't have to say with your mouth, but in your actions, you know, you just deal with God as though, what's the big deal? We forget. We forget. Let me tell you something. The truth is this. Every breath that you take, if God turns his face away, it's gone. By my sweat, I have done this. Who gives you sweat? And power. All of our help coming from the Lord. And we wonder, but he said, but people don't pray, but God blesses them because he causes his rain and sun to shine upon the wicked and the, and the, and the righteous. Every good and perfect gift comes from God, the Father of light, in whom there is no variableness, neither the shadow of atoning. Everything that you have, God gave to you. And if you for a minute think it's the devil that gave it to you, you're deceiving yourself because it will follow that pattern. 
God was always warning the children of Israel, always warning the children of Israel, always warning the children of Israel. When you eat and become full, don't forget. Some of us, you just need to backdate your year to three years ago and you know indeed that God has been faithful to you. But have you forgotten? You can serve God when you are little. But now you have so much, you don't have time. You're too busy now for God. And we explain it away. Just imagine if you have no job, you'll be around to serve God all the time. But God is not a wicked God. He doesn't deal like that. And I'm not that kind of people who tell you that God will take your job away so that you can learn. No. He'll make sure you have it. So that when the time of reckoning comes, then you would see what you would say. God always wants people not to forget. Please don't. Remember where you're coming from. Remember that we were all sinners, but God saved us. Remember that without Jesus Christ, all of us are on an express way to hellfire. Remember the goodness and the mercy of the Lord. Remember. Remember. Don't forget. Remember. Remember. Be conscious of it. Remember. I'm always trying to, I, I, I just consciously want to remember. I'm telling you, I, I just want to Remember. I think it was two days ago. I just had a picture of my head when I came to England. The picture, right? the picture is somewhere in my head. You know, um, you know, uh, I was wearing uh, kind of. Now, if I have a picture in my head, it has to be important because my brain doesn't keep information like that. You know, and I have that picture in my head of when I came. You know, with the suit I was wearing. I kind of, I can't remember the color of the, the the name of the color of the suit. Or just some kind of funny color like that, maybe brownish kind of. Oh, it's not a bad suit, it's a nice suit. Yeah. I wasn't poor when I was in Nigeria, I was dressing well, don't overthink it. <laughs> but I could remember. But what I can tell you is that I, I, I am very sure I only had one suitcase or two. But I don't know how many suitcases I have now. Same thing for you. Look at some teddy person. You are just like that. You came with one suitcase. Now we can get a trailer to pack your load. And you think all of that you have achieved by your power. There are, my God, listen to this. There are people who were born here. They still don't have more than one suitcase. There are people who've been here for 40 years. They still don't have more than one suitcase. One. They don't even have any. You think it's your strength. No. All of your help from the Lord. And as you begin to appreciate that, more and more and more and more and more and more will come your way. One guy came here, very many people, one guy came here one day and said, oh, is this ministry affiliated to anybody? I said, no, we're not. He says, well, how did it happen? I said, from, 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 from me and my wife and some brothers and sisters from scratch. 
Say, ow, why, ow, this? I don't know, but that's what it is. I didn't see where we are today. I'll be stupid not to thank God for this and think about those who are maybe 100 times bigger than this. Because we all came to this country, but God has been faithful. Even if you were born in this country, God has still been faithful. Every day, he daily loads us with benefits. Life and strength and the things you thought you could never do, now you do. Some of us didn't think about owning a house. Now you have one and two and three and four and you don't want to stop counting because the Lord has been faithful to you. And if you think for a day that has by your strength, that's a lie. That's not true. God was always warning people. Let me read this scripture. Let me read this scripture. I still have about three more scriptures to read or four or five. I don't know. Now, Deuteronomy chapter 8. And you're going to enjoy it. We have to enjoy reading the scripture because I'm going to read everything here. I'm going to read from 11 to 17. But follow me closely. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God. Beware. Be conscious of it. Young people, listen. You're coming to church right now. You love to play the keyboard. You love to play the guitar. You love to sing. Very soon the Lord will bless you and you have your millions and then you don't have time to play keyboard. Can I tell you there are millionaires who still play keyboard in churches? There are millionaires and celebrities who still stand by the door to usher people into church. You know, it's amazing that people think you become important to serve God. Too important. No, David said, I would rather be a dog keeper. Something is wrong if my position hinders my service. If I get to a level that because of my position, I can no longer sweep in the house of the Lord or clean the toilet in the house of the Lord. I tell you the truth, something is wrong. You might not have to do it. Don't get me wrong. But if you cannot do it, then something is wrong. I've been in places that just, just to arrange chairs, you see people who are 70 year old, 6, 80 year old, trying to want to help. You have to tell them, don't worry, sir. It's honorable. If God gives you strength, why not? What happens if you're 50, you can't even walk? Forget now. Beware that you do not forget the Lord your God, my brother and my sister, by not keeping his commandments, his judgments, his statutes, which I command you today. Lest when you have eaten and are full. You know, God did not say, I won't give you food to be full. No, he didn't say that. You see, that's why he's even saying, if you don't serve God, hunger will finish you. It's not true. <laughs> He'll give you food. <laughs> He'll give you food. A time of reckoning will always come. He give you food. Why would he not give you food? He's a good God. We cannot, we, our evil cannot make him evil. We cannot be evil enough to convert God to our side. It's not going to happen. It says, when you have eaten and are full and have built beautiful houses and dwell in them. Wow. And when your herds and your flocks multiply and your silver and your gold multiply. He. Not this kind of blessing. I, I pray you will get there in Jesus' name. 
I want to get there in Jesus' name. <laughs> Silver and gold multiplying. And all that you have is multiplied. Say, but when your heart is lifted up and you forget the Lord your God. Arrogance. It used to be that people can talk to you, but now nobody can talk to you. You live in ivory tower. All of your help, all of my help comes from the Lord. It used to be that your siblings can talk to you, but now nobody can talk to you. It used to be that your mom can call you and give you advice, but now when mom's talking, no, 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 you, you give your mom allowances, you do all of that, she has no say, she can't say anything, her brain is dead. It's not true. Forget not. You forget the Lord who brought you out of the land of Egypt in which you were, in which were fiery serpents and scorpions. Do you know God has saved you from serpents and scorpions in life? <laughs> land where there was no water, who brought water for you out of the flinty rock, who fed you in the wilderness with manna, which your, which your fathers didn't know that he might humble you and that you might test you to do good to you in the end. That's another thing you need to learn about God. God doesn't test you to punish you. He tests you to do you good in the end. Then you say in your heart, my power and the might of my hand have gained me this wealth. Forget not. My sister, don't forget. My brother, don't forget. What I say to you, I say to me, I say to all, we should never forget. You might think it's small. God gave it to you. And if it's very big, don't let it get into your brain. Don't be popped off. Don't be lifted up in your heart. And you know the beautiful thing? Maybe God is just starting with you. But you're already, your head is already big. Now if God now really blesses you, that head will explode. Keep it small. Keep it small. You're going very far. Keep it small. Keep it small. When you're running 10,000, if you're ahead, first 1,000, you don't celebrate because you know the journey is far. Keep it small. Keep trusting him. There are people who forget in the Bible. The people who started, so people, people forget. And I have two great examples that I, will talk, I can talk about all the time. They forgot. One of them, was a man of God, one of them wasn't. Uzziah, anybody remember Uzziah? Uzziah, 2 Chronicles 26, read the story of Uzziah. Painful, pathetic, tragic story of someone that experienced the goodness of God like no other king. He had such wisdom. He started machinery for agriculture, for warfare. This guy was an inventor. He was powerful. God blessed Uzziah so much, so much. God furnished Uzziah with everything that was required to be good, to be great. And I'll pick it up from 15. And the Bible says he made devices in Jerusalem invented by skillful men. Invented by skillful men. He had intelligent people around him. He made devices in Jerusalem, invented by skillful, by, by skillful men to be on the towers and on the corners to shoot arrows and large stones. 
So his fame spread fight and far and wide for he was marvelously helped till he became strong. That is my portion in the name of Jesus. Marvelously helped. Because God helps you in degrees, in dimensions. Oh my God. Unfolding dimensions of greatness and blessings and increase and abundance. And he had everything. The Bible says as long as he sought the Lord in the, in the days of the prophet, the Lord made him to prosper. And then the Lord continued blessing him. And he continued to bless him. And he, be, he was marvelously helped till he became very strong. Mm. I would have loved the next verse to be that when he became very strong, then he said, let us go to the house of the Lord and worship him. That would have been powerful. But then the Bible says, he was marvelously up till he became strong in verse 16. But when he was strong, his heart was lifted up. But it's always for destruction. His heart was lifted up to his destruction. For he transgressed against the Lord his God by entering the temple of the Lord to burn incense on the altar of incense. I'm going to stop there. You know, you know the rest of the story. Of course, he became leprous. And while he was still alive, his son reigned instead of him. His time expired. Because no matter how high you've gone, that's not you now. No matter how high someone has gone, they can come back to the floor like that. You remember that rich fool? That guy that the Bible says his land produced greatly and then he spread everything out and he said, wow. <laughs> Where am I going to keep this? Where am I going to keep that? I just have too many cars. I've got too many houses. I've got too many shoes. I've got too many deeds. Oh, wow, 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 wow. God say you're a foolish man. I will not destroy those things, but let your soul be taken. Who will enjoy all of those things that you have amassed? David said, what is the joy? You can amass wealth and give it to an idiot that will come after you that you do not know. There are so many ways that it destroys people. You walk out and you neglect God. You have every reason not to serve God. The day my breath goes, only what I do for Christ will last. The only thing that is accounted for in heaven are the things that is done to the kingdom of God. Full stop. Every other thing perishes on earth. My 10 mansion house, my big cars, my massive influence with people. Hallelujah. Uzziah forgot. Uzziah forgot. Another guy that forgot. Let me advise us never, never turn away from lying, vanity, to lying vanities. Jonah says that they that have served lying vanities, they forsake their own mercy. Never turn your eyes to things that are failing. Never turn your eyes to things that would fade away. 
always focus on God. Uzziah shifted his focus. Uzziah became so arrogant, I can sort myself out. You know, like I joke with young people on the streets, I can do it, mate. I can do anything, mate. You can do it, mate, doesn't mean you won't be destroyed, mate. You can do it, mate, doesn't mean that police won't deal with you, mate. But you see, you know why they can do it? Because most times they're not caught. Like that, Adit says in Yoruba that every day is for the thief. For just one day, that is the day of reckoning. Praise God. Lift up your hand and say, I will not forget the goodness of the Lord. I will not forget the goodness of the Lord. I will not be carried away. This is not what I'm preaching, but you know, as you remember, to see the beautiful thing is, as you remember, more things will happen. Hello? As you remember, more things will happen. Better things will happen. You will move from one level to the another in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. As you remember, more things will happen. Another man that forgot or maybe didn't know because sometimes people forget, sometimes people maybe not even don't have the knowledge. Daniel chapter 4. I'll read from verse 28 to 34. All this came upon King Nebuchadnezzar. At the end of the 12th month, he was walking about the royal palace of Babylon. If you are the king, the king of Babylon, <laughs> that's a big, that's big. Verse 30, the king spoke saying, is not this great Babylon that I, everyone say hi, <laughs> that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty. I've thought us about this before. If you speak to the media, they'll find you full message on that. Is this not great Babylon that I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power for the honor of my majesty. What an insult. You know, there are times you get away with it. There are times you don't get away with it. And this was one of those times that he couldn't get away with it. Because that was too much. I pray in the name of Jesus you will repent before you get to too much. I will repent before I get to too much, alright? That was too much. That was, that was pushing it. That was, that was insult. This great Babylon that I have built, I have built for a royal dwelling by my mighty power and for the honor of my majesty. Everything you have is for your consumption. God doesn't want it. You want the fame, you want the glory, you want the uh, everything. You just want that palace. You just want it. You just want to roll around and say, look at all that I have done. And your joy is always in the expression of your abundance. To show and for show. 
It was just too much. God's, gonna have, God's not having that. The Bible says, while the word was still in the king's mouth, while he was still saying it, All of my help coming from the Lord. He didn't know that song. While the word was still in the king's mouth, a voice fell from heaven. King Nebuchadnezzar, to you it is spoken. This kingdom has departed from you. And they shall drive you from men. And your dwelling shall be with the beast of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen. And seven times shall pass over you. Until you know. Until you know. That the most I rules in the kingdom of men. Whether men see it or not. The most I rules. That's the mistake of Nebuchadnezzar. Because he didn't know, he couldn't see it, he assumed that it didn't happen. Say, all right, I'll teach you a lesson, Nebuchadnezzar. I'm not, I'm not going to kill you. I like you, Nebuchadnezzar. I just want to teach you a lesson for good. Seven years, seven years, you will, you, will, you will learn a lesson. You will learn a lesson about honoring God. You will learn a lesson knowing that all of your help comes from the Lord. Don't wait until you learn some hard lessons before you now say, God, no my, all my life is for you. You now be rolling on the floor. No, don't wait for things to go bad before you do good. All right? Don't wait for things to be bad before you do right. And you know this. And they shall drive you from men, and your dwelling shall be with the beast of the field. They shall make you eat grass like oxen. Seven times shall pass over you until you know that the most high rose in the kingdom of men and gives it to whomever he chooses. What God was saying, clear. Nebuchadnezzar, I gave you Babylon. Look at some 30 person, God gave you that job. He said, but I didn't pray before I get it. God gave you that job. He said, but I didn't move fast. What do you say? I, I just went there. God gave you that job. Nebuchadnezzar didn't know. God said, I give the kingdom to whoever I choose it. So I gave it to you, but you don't understand it. Listen to this. That very hour, the word was fulfilled concerning Nebuchadnezzar. It was driven from men and ate grass like oxen. His body was wet with the dew of heaven till his hair had grown like eagle's feathers and his nails like birch claws. And at the end of the time, I, what a gracious God. What a good, good God we serve. And at the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, Please, don't go that seven years before you come to your senses. Remember God now. 
At the end of the time, I, Nebuchadnezzar, lifted my eyes to heaven and my understanding returned to me and I blessed the Most High and praised and honored him who lives forever. For his dominion is an everlasting dominion and his kingdom is from generation to generation. Do you have to go through a mess before you give God your praise? Do you have to have a car crash before you know that God saved you every day? Do you have to have a near-death experience before you know God is the one keeping you alive? Do you have to lose your mind before you know God is the one keeping you sane? All of my help comes from the Lord. When we don't see it, when we forget that God is our help, we rob God of thanksgiving. I mean, I use the word deliberately, rob. When we don't see it, when we are like Uzziah, when we behave like Nebuchadnezzar, then the praise and thanksgiving that should go to God, we begin to give to ourselves or we begin to give to man. We rob God of the thanksgiving that he deserves. We rob God of the praise. We rob God of the honor that he deserves. We rob God of the dancing that we should give to him. We rob God of the things that we should give to him when we fail to see that God has been good to us. When we fail to see. We go to the wrong place when we fail to see. We embrace the wrong thing when we fail to see. But when we know God is our help, we'll be able to declare like Psalm 20 verse 7 that some might trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. When we fail to see that all of our help comes from the Lord, we don't come to him. We don't give him thanksgiving. The children of Israel many times will go to the wrong place. And the Bible says in Isaiah 31, the last scripture I will read, it is, woe to those who go down to Egypt for help. All of my help comes from the Lord. Woe to those who go down to Egypt for help and rely on horses. Those who trust in chariots because they are so many. And in us men, because they are very strong. But who do not look to the Holy One of Israel, nor seek the Lord. All of my help comes from the Lord. Now some of them, all of my help. Don't forget, don't be carried away. Be conscious of it every day of your life. When you wake up in the morning, when you're about to get asleep at night, all of your help comes from the Lord. You say, but I don't have everything that I want yet. What you've got comes from the Lord. And if he has done one for you, he can do more for you. If he blessed you yesterday, he'll bless you today and bless you tomorrow. All of your help comes from the Lord. And when you understand that, that will propel you to give him praise and to worship him. That will propel you to offer thanksgiving. That will propel you to dance when they, they, you don't have drums. That will propel you to offer to God the voice of thanksgiving. All of my help. Some of them, all of my help. 
I won't be like Uzziah who becomes so strong and his heart was lifted unto his destruction. I won't be like Nebuchadnezzar who thought his strength had supplied everything for the majesty, for his own personal majesty. No, but instead, I'll be like David. As the deer prance after the water brooks, so my soul longs after thee. You alone at my heart desire and I long to be near you.